0: Hi friends, and welcome to The Little Counselor Who Could, the podcast dedicated to the art of school counseling and being an advocate for every student. I'm your host, Samantha Little, a current high school counselor. In Adam Grant's latest book, Hidden Potential, he talks about this idea of deliberate play, interrupting the daily grind to have a little fun. This can unlock new ways of thinking, a joy of learning, and connection. So today, I want to give you some fun games that you can play with your students, your teachers and staff, and even your family. So let's get started. Okay, before we get started, I have to shout out to my students because I know some of them have become regular listeners. So Hayden, Anthony, Brayden, if you're listening, make sure to check check out a Taylor Swift playlist after this, please and thank you and you're not allowed to tell the others these rules. So with all of these games, they have one rule. You cannot explain the rule, but you can give examples. Once a student or a person figures out the rule, it's imperative that they do not tell anyone the rules. However, they can now help by continuing to play so that others have more opportunities to glean what the rule is. I learned about all these games through a travel company my last school worked with, and I will be honest and tell you, The rules I'm about to explain here took me upwards of four years to figure out. We would play these games for hours on bus rides and in cabins and on long trips. So I'm giving you a major head start. These games can be really frustrating when you don't know the rule, but once you figure it out, it becomes very easy. So the first game I wanna start with is called the moon game. You start by asking a very simple question. We're going to the moon, what can you take? And the kids are like, what do you mean? I need to take a rocket and you're like, no, nah, you can't take a rocket. The rule to this game is that, well, you can have two rules. So I'll start, start with the first one. The first rule is double letters. So if you're playing with the double letters rule, you can only take things that have double letters in the name, so cheese, apples, carrots, kittens, puppies. The other rule to this that you can use to kind of switch it up is to use the same letter as your name, so my name is Samantha. So I can take anything that starts with an S. Sandwiches, salsa, a salamander. But if a student's name is Kristen, they can only take things that start with a K or a C if that's how they spell it. So it becomes kind of a different rule for everybody, which can be kind of fun because students will get confused because they'll think they figured it out and then they try to say something with an S, but their name starts with a K. So you can play it with two different rules, but you got to stick with the same rule during each kind of session of the game. So what I like to do in this game to kind of help the students is say, um, you can take kittens, but you can't take cats. And they're like, oh, okay, so it's the baby version of something, right? So they try to play that role. Or you say, oh, you can take apples, but not bananas. And they're like, okay, so it's fruits that, you know, so they try to like figure out these rules and it can be quite hysterical. The, the patterns that they try to come up with. And when they realize it's just the simplicity of a double, um, a double letter, it's quite hilarious. So, um, this is a game that I have played with my students, um, high school age, but also I've played this with my son and I believe he was like five when I played this and he even started to catch on. So it's kind of a fun, like learning words um, with younger kids too and like learning spelling. Um, so that was kind of interesting. And so if you have, if you work with younger students, you can also play this because um, the, the patterns of the letters are pretty simple. So that's the moon game. There's another game that's very similar and it's called Grandma Loves Coffee but Hates Tea. So you ask, Grandma loves coffee but hates tea. So what does Grandma love? And they're like, what? So basically, she loves anything that does not have the letter T in it. So it's a play on words, right? Grandma loves coffee but hates tea. When you're saying it, it sounds like she hates tea, the drink, but really she hates tea, the letter. So any word that doesn't have a T in it, you, grandma loves it, right? She loves salsa, she loves salamanders, she loves cheese, um, but she hates kittens right? Which makes grandma sound awful, but I promise you it's just the letter T. So, um, and then the next one is the Umbrella Academy. And actually I have to give a shout out to one of my students who brought this game to me. She was so frustrated with the moon game, um, that she tried to look it up and figure it out. And in her Google search, she found the umbrella game, which was really cool. So this is, I'm a bouncer at the Umbrella Academy, you're coming in, what can you bring into the Umbrella Academy? It's basically the rule to this game is you have to say, um, before you say anything. So you can take anything as long as you say, um. So if you say, I'm the bouncer at the Umbrella Academy, what can you take? I can take, um, cheese, yes. But if I said, I can take cheese, no. So it's that play on the um, Umbrella Academy, that is the rule here. And that'll that'll trip people up too because a lot of times what you can do to kind of help people catch on because um, this is really about like really listening to what is being said or done, um, one thing you can do is if somebody says um, I can take well I just said um, if they say I can take cheese, And the person goes, no, you can't take cheese. The next person will, if they know the rule, the next person will say, I can take, um, cheese. And they're like, yeah, you can take cheese. And then the other person's like, wait, what what are you talking about? I just said that. And they're like, no, you didn't. And so you kind of just really act nonchalant about when somebody kind of gets it after somebody said the exact same thing. Um, and it kind of helps them clue into like, okay, what's going on? What did that person do that I didn't do? Similarly... The ABCD game. Now this one's a fun one um, because it can be very frustrating. And I actually had one of my students run around all over campus trying to figure out if anybody could figure this out. So the ABCD game is the one that pretty much took me four years to figure out. Um, So you say, it's a pattern, right? Well, it's supposed to be a pattern. Um, So if you say, if A is blue and B is green, and C is purple, what is D? The only thing somebody has to say is D is, right? So if I say A is blue, B is green, C is purple, what is D, and the person says red, no. But if a person says D is red, yes. So you can say completely off the wall things as long as you say D is, because in reality there's no pattern to the three that came before it. Even if it seems like there's a pattern, there's not. So you can, I literally sometimes will just pick things in the room. So right now I'm sitting in my loft. If A is the lamp and B is the TV and C is the couch, what is D? You could say D is Arnold Schwarzenegger and you'd be correct. So there's really no actual pattern. So you can kind of just say whatever you see um, you want to remember what you said because kids will be like, okay, repeat it, repeat it. I think I have it. Um, but really at the end of the day, all they have to say is D is. D is my computer. D is my phone. D is this podcast. It doesn't have to relate to it at all. And so you can kind of do the same thing as the Umbrella Academy. If somebody says um, the couch and then somebody can say, no, it's not the couch. And then somebody else says, D is the couch. You go, yeah. And the other person will say, I just said that. And you go, no, you didn't. Because they didn't. So this is an important rule. You have to say D is. Um, Okay, so the other one is how many legs does the dog have? Now, this one is more of a physical game. And so um, I'm going to post a reel on my Instagram at the little counselor to kind of show you how this is done. Um, But this is more of a story that you tell about a dog, right? And the idea is that you're doing a mathematical game about how many legs does this dog have, right? So the dog has four legs. He goes into the woods. He meets a wizard. The wizard gives him three more legs. He meets a bear. The bear eats two of his legs. How many legs does the dog have? Now, people are going to try to follow this story, right? I mean, he had four and then he had four more and then he had three. Okay. It's not about that at all. You could literally tell the most random story. It's about your hand gesture and so you have to move your hand the amount of times. So when you say, how many legs does the dog have? You're moving your hand like, um, like you're giving a presentation. So I'll, and it's hard to explain when there's not a video, so please go check out my Instagram. But you basically move your hand and however many times you move your hand is how many legs the dog has. So you could literally just not move your hand at all, and the answer would be zero. You could move your hand once, and then the answer is one. So it does not matter how many times, or how wh- what the story is, and how many legs the dog actually has, it just matters what your hand does. And so I usually kind of do it in that like, I'm trying to tell you something serious, and so I'm moving my hand um, in front of me. You can also move it to the side, so it, it kind of doesn't matter what you do. You just kind of got to figure out what, how you want to move your hand, but to where people could see it. So once they figure it out, they're looking at your hand. They're not following the story. That's kind of the most important part of that. So again, this is how many legs does the dog have? It's a, you kind of have to make up a story. So this, what, well, this one can get a little tedious, especially if people are like, okay, do it again, do it again, do it again. Sometimes I'm like, there's a dog. How many legs does he have? And they're like, What? sometimes I just kind of do that, um, especially if they're trying to figure it out. So this is more about them understanding your body language and and paying attention to your hand gesture. So definitely go check out my Instagram to see how this one is played. I'm going to make a couple reels about all the other ones too, just so you can kind of see it in a video form. Um, One of the other games I have is called a thumb ball. Um, And this is a game that actually requires a a physical object. It's a squishy ball with icebreaker questions on them. So you can order them on Amazon. And I linked that, that, uh, linked to the Amazon link in the show notes so that if you wanted to buy one of these, or you wanted to send it to your administration to see if they wanted to buy it for the school, um, they're fun little balls. And then you just throw them, um, to somebody. So you, this can be in like a group counseling session, a classroom push-in, a staff meeting. I used it when I started working at my new school just to like do introductions. Um, And the idea is that you just throw the ball to someone and wherever their thumb lands is the question that they answer. So questions are like, what's your favorite meal? What's your dream car, your favorite concert? And I really find that I just have this in my office and I find that kids will come in and they'll just pick it up and they'll just start throwing it at each other and they'll start playing. So it's not even something you have to initiate sometimes if it's just kind of there. Um, But that one is a really fun one. It's really easy. There's no, none of these require a lot of setup, um, you know, and so it's just really about understanding the rule yourself so you don't get yourself confused. So just a little recap. Moon game, what can you take to the moon? This is patterns of letters. So double letters or same letter of your name. Grandma loves coffee, but hates tea. So she only loves words without the letter T. The Umbrella Academy, so you have to, what can you bring into the Umbrella Academy? So before you say an object or a thing, you have to say, um, the A, B, C, D game. So if A is blue and B is green and C is purple, what is D? So D is my computer and how many legs does a dog have? So tell a story about a dog and him getting legs, gaining legs, losing legs. Um, but at the end of the day, it's how you move your hand. When you ask the question, how many legs does the dog have? So remember that even counselors need to have a little bit of a deliberate play. And these games are a great way to make connection and have some fun in your day. They cost no money and no time to set up. So just start by asking a simple question. We're going to the moon. So what can you take until next time, friends?